0: I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is, May All Beings Be Free of Suffering. So, like many of you, I have a morning routine that includes a prayer and a meditation. And one of the components of this practice is that I consciously ask for and intentionally pray that all beings may be free of suffering. This is a traditional Buddhist chant or prayer, and it forms the essence of what we might call a loving-kindness meditation. I do this almost every morning, and I've done this almost every morning for years. As a therapist, I get to see the suffering of individuals firsthand. At first blush, many people seem to be perfectly fine. They are high-functioning, they can hold a job, pay their taxes, and maintain their relationships. However, when people start to tell the truth about how they're really feeling, you quickly realize how much suffering and how much unnecessary suffering exists on this planet. And I hate to see it. Like I wish it would just all go away. And that's what motivated me to begin to pray that all beings be free of suffering. Now in the beginning, I would pray for specific things to happen. Like may this person's cancer go away or may this person's heartbreak be resolved or may this person's business be successful, etc. It's like I saw how people were struggling and I wanted to remove what seemed to be the external causes of that suffering. Understandable, right? Wouldn't the world contain less suffering without that disease or that pain or that difficulty? And I did that for a long time. However, you really only have to think about this for about 30 seconds before realizing how silly it is. Praying like this is treating God like Santa Claus. It's like sending your wish list to the North Pole and waiting for Christmas morning. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking for good things. It's certainly better than the alternative. But the idea that suffering is going to be removed from this planet miraculously by some supernatural force providing the outcome I wish for in my own private consciousness is absurd and immature. Prayer doesn't work like that. And it doesn't work like that because... That's not how suffering works. What does this mean? The fact of the matter is that the vast majority of suffering on this planet is unnecessary. And that unnecessary suffering is caused by ignorance. Of course, malice exists. But malice is actually a special form of ignorance, an ignorance of the underlying nature of reality. If it's true that most people are generally doing the best they can, then it must also be true that most people have a lot to learn their consciousnesses are dark and confused, and they are also mostly responsible for the suffering that they experience, which has more to do with their thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors than with external reality. Just think about it. Was that cancer patient peaceful and content prior to his diagnosis? Was that heartbroken woman grateful and joyful before her relationship ended? Was that business owner hopeful and equilibrated before his money problems? Almost certainly not. If it wasn't cancer or heartbreak or failure, it would have been something else. Just consider how discontent so many people are in the midst of relative safety, abundance, convenience, comfort, and stability. If suffering, especially the unnecessary kind, has much more to do with our judgment and understanding than it has to do with external reality, then what real good is it to change the circumstances of external reality? That's like a doctor who treats a patient's symptoms because he lacks the knowledge or ability to cure the underlying disease. It was at this point that I realized that in praying that all beings may be free of suffering, what I was functionally asking for and hoping for was for people to finally wake the fuck up and understand the extent to which they are contributing to their pain and suffering and difficulty By examining themselves, their thoughts and beliefs, their words and actions, their judgments and perceptions. People need to understand that suffering arises within themselves and that this must be the place from which that suffering is removed. The desire that people be free of suffering is isomorphic with the desire that people wake the fuck up. That's what's actually required to transform this world. Now, before I go any further, if you like what you're hearing, please consider hitting the thanks button. It's right underneath the video that you're watching right now. And tip me in proportion to the value you feel you derive from this message. It's word of it's these little donations that make all of this possible. You see, I don't do a lot of like big product endorsements and things like that. So I kind of rely on these donations to make everything possible. I really appreciate your support. Thank you. Now Don't think about the person that really needs to hear this message. You're the person who really needs to hear this message. You're the person who needs to wake the fuck up. If you still suffer, and I'm sure you do, this message is meant for you. If you continue to suffer, you haven't yet arrived at full awareness. If you continue to experience impatience and anger and despair and hopelessness and envy, you haven't woken up yet your thinking is still clouded and your beliefs don't yet align with reality. And as you awaken, you will experience pain. Among other forms, there will be the pain of realizing how wrong you've been for so long and the pain of realizing how little time you may have left to make things right. The pain of awakening is painful, but as I discussed in one of my very first episodes, pain is inevitable we need to choose the path that takes us where we want to go as opposed to the path that seems to contain less pain. That's likely an illusion. And with greater awareness, we can divest ourselves of our delusion and ignorance and increasingly walk in the direction of light and truth. And that's probably the only way we're going to get out of here. It's also important to appreciate the general consciousness on this planet is still very low. It's higher than it used to be, but still pretty low. However, what I've discovered is that as a person wakes up, that awakening radiates out from that individual through his or her relationships to affect others. And that these individual awakenings begin to create a positive effect for their close relationships, for their communities, for their little parts of the world. And these awakenings make it much more likely that another person will be willing and able to drop the illusion, the delusion, and the ignorance and begin to wake up as well. Sometimes all it takes is a model of courage and peace. A lot of people didn't have that. A lot of people have had bad teachers, which helps to explain their performance as students. If you don't have one, find one. And if you found one, be one. That's the path forward. So that's what I wanted to say. Stop seeking the causes of suffering outside of yourself because you're looking in the wrong place. If you still suffer, you need to look inside and determine what beliefs, thoughts, or behaviors are responsible for that suffering and work to bring those things more in line with truth and reality. It's not an easy process. It's not a process devoid of pain. But really, what the fuck else are you going to do with your time? It's our best possible chance, not only of minimizing our own unnecessary suffering, but of making the world a less hellacious place as well. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.